All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 32 of the last one fast one podcast. We have a great guest tonight. He's been on the show before, Hunter Armstrong. Um, he's our only returning guest that we've had, so we're pretty stoked about that. And he recently came off a world championship in Fukuoka, so we're pretty stoked to have a world champion on the pod and a bronze medalist in the Hunter back. So, Hunter, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so we were looking. Uh, you posted a couple of pics on Instagram from Scotland, so we were going to just kind of ask you, how was that good break after uh, after Worlds? Oh, that was wonderful. Um, so my my family went, uh, we'd planned the vacation well before Worlds. Um, but so they were in North Carolina while I was in Fukuoka. Okay. So this was sort of my vacation. Um, we'd been trying to go to Scotland for years, but then with COVID and Olympics, it just couldn't happen. But uh, no, that trip was amazing scotland's beautiful and um i got to i guess it's technically not sister-in-law yet but my brother proposed to his girlfriend down there at our uh at our castle so it's pretty cool oh sweet were you staying at like a castle for for the week you were there um we stayed in edinburgh but Uh um the armstrongs were um pretty i don't want to say royalty but as far as that time period, yeah. um, they were pretty important. We uh, were right on the border. So we did have castles and wow. towers. So he proposed at top of uh, Gilnaki Tower, which is one of our only remaining. Wow. That's, that's pretty, pretty epic. epic. That's insane. Um, it was cool. You definitely. That's a tough one to beat. Um, top of the castle in Scotland. That's That's at the top of the list for sure. Yeah, he he got me there, but <laughs> all right. Do you um? So you know, you take you took that you know week off from swimming or however long you're up in in Scotland. Do you take magic off too while you're up there, or is that just constant 365 day grind? You know, I haven't really practiced it for years. I mean, I just sort of like if I see something cool, yeah. I'll try to learn it, but I pretty much have my routine that I stick to just like walk around magic. Nice. Um, doesn't really take much practice. Cause I just do the same stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. I awesome. guess that kind of leads us in. Uh, you got any new magic tricks? Um, boy, I don't know when last you had me on, but it was about uh, six months ago. Febu- so February, February. Then I definitely have new ones, but not go. that would really go well on camera. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah and fair, if I ever come to another pro series, we'll um, we'll have to do one in person with you for yeah, sure. I, I got some really good ones in person. There we go. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about Fukuoka. First off, congrats on the world title and the bronze medal. That was. Me and Luke were rooting you on the whole week, so it was always so stoked when we see a guest um get top of the podium. Um, oh, well, thank you. Yeah, so talk a little bit about that hundred back before we talk about your world title. Um, I'd love to hear about um the progression going from prelim sixteenth, semis to eighth, and then to uh, finals getting on the podium. I mean, people were blowing up Twitter and Instagram calling you the the true magic man for pulling that off. Um, so talk a little bit about take, just take us through step-by-step step, prelims, semis, finals. what did you think of each race? And um, yeah. 
Um, well, I'd love to say that it was intentional to barely squeak in, but right. <laughs> not completely. Um, so I was just going off of, um, cause this was only my third meet really. I had Tokyo, which was sort of a fluke. Um, but then last year's worlds, everything went my way. I mean, world record in the trials. I got to beat Murph in the hundred back. Yeah. Just top of the world. Um, this one, nothing went my way. Um, I found out um, we went to Colorado training center to taper. Yeah. And I find out that my coach is going to Michigan. Mm, yeah. From swim swam. Didn't even hear it from him. Oh no. Um, which I, that sounds a lot worse than it is. He didn't want me to focus or stress about it. Right. But it doesn't change that that definitely messed with me. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then just, we had talked about peaking at worlds and then my trials, the hundred free, just every race was awful for me. And I was really happy to just make it on the team at that point. Right. Um, and then I felt amazing during our training camp in Singapore. Yeah. Um, and then that feel just sort of went away at worlds. Um, so I definitely think I peaked some point during that camp. Right. But um, I also had um, last year the relay so I could get a swim under my belt. Right. And I didn't have that this year. So I made the mistake of assuming that it would be pretty much the same because prelims last year of the 100 back, I cruised and I mean cruised uh, 52.8. You're right, right. So I'm like, okay, I can do that again. Yeah. Um, but first swim of the race, sorry, first race of the meet, um, decided not to shave and cruised through. And I learned an important lesson. You can either shave and not try, not try and shave, <laughs> but you can't do both. <laughs> Actually, not on your first race of the meet. That right. was, I touched the wall and my heart dropped. I'm like, Nesty's gonna kill me. Yeah. Um, but then semis, I just overcorrected. I'm like, well, that can't happen again. Um, barely got through again. Right. And then finals, I just, just let my body do what it was supposed to do. And of course, I was. A little upset with uh the time but you can't be upset at a medal so i'll no take doubt. that no right. doubt so like kind of this episode is brought to you by destro machines unlock your true swim potential with the ultimate training companion the destro swim tower designed by a former olympic trials contender this tower brings elite power resistance training to all swimmers regardless of budget their swim meter timer adds precision to your reps making practice both competitive and thrilling. Safety is paramount. Experience unmatched stability and sleek design. The marine-grade pulleys ensure smooth resistance, no more rope hassle. Crafted with pride in the USA, the Destro Tower is your path to greatness. Elevate your training today and make waves like never before. Uh, so that 16th, when you just snuck into prelims, so you took that whole race just 
cruising, cruising. You touch the wall, you're oh. like, oh, oh no. Yeah, because I could yeah. see the people next to me. Right. And I'm like, you know what? I'll I'll let one of them have the touch. Like, I don't really care. I'll go in third, second. Right. Um, but I didn't think uh lanes one and two were gonna get me. Oh, so I can't it was the outside that. smoke on the it was outside smoke because oh, I can see okay, people yeah. next to me and I'm like, oh, you know, worst case, I get like third and I'll be good touch the wall i see fifth and i'm like i'm in so much trouble <laughs> right so then like what would you attribute like 53.2 to 52.5 because that's that's a pretty seven tenths is a pretty big drop like from semis to um the finals um well i i overcorrected in the semis um i looked at the the data and my tempo was faster than like my 50 back Right. on that second okay. 50 yeah so i after the prelims i'm like okay well now i have to take like top three going into finals so i can't mess around um and i just overcorrected i slipped and i just didn't have easy speed that entire meet so i sort of just gave it to god because i i had no control anymore yeah. Is that kind of like, do you kind of tell yourself in between each, each race, you have like a certain mindset, like, all right, we're putting this one in the rear view mirror. Or do you like, just say, did you have a kind of a motto or something you, you do? Um, I just take it one race at a time. And yeah. the nice thing is it is out of your control. I mean, once the buzzer goes off, your body's going to do what you trained it to do. Um, there's nothing more or less you can do you sort yeah. of just have to go and you know you either have a great race and everything comes together or you just fight and this meet was a fight yeah have you ever had like a meet like this before or is this like kind of the first time for you um i've had meets where things don't come together but that's typically like an in-season like when I was a college swimmer, just like you're so beaten down. Right, right. And I mean, this was my first year fully pro. So I I do think that there may have been an aspect of being underrested. Um now I'm not one of those guys that's like, oh, I missed my taper. Like <laughs> I shaved. I I did well. Um but I had 10 months of hard training. And I was one of the last people to step down for Worlds. Right. So, I mean, I'd rather learn it here than at Paris. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it still turned out pretty dang awesome for a world title and a bronze medal. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll take that any day. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, uh, prepping for Paris, is there any, like, big things you want to, like, learn and change going into this next meet? Like, if you had to sum it down? I want to add a couple events. Um, so my goal for Paris is 100 back, 50 back won't be a thing, but I'd love to be on the um, four free relay, the, the mixed medleys, yep. of course, the normal medley. Um, no one has seen me do a 200 freestyle. Okay. I, was, I was pretty good at it in yards. Yeah. Um, I haven't swam it in meters in forever. Um, I have no desire to be 
an individual 200 free, nor am I good enough. But I think it'd be fun to hop on a prelim relay for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so like adding those events, how uh, would you have to change up your training at all for that? I mean, because that's like a lot of yardage at a meet that you're going to have to attack on. It is, but it's sort of, I mean, I train pretty much exclusively freestyle. So there there will be small changes. Um, I don't know what that's going to look like, but from August to pretty much Christmas training, I was in the mid-distance group with Durden at Cal this past year. So I might just stay with him a little bit longer this year. Gotcha. There you go. So I heard you say, um, I was going to ask this question later on, but you said like you're going to stay with him longer this year. So does that mean like you don't have plans to go to Michigan? Um, no, I, uh, I'm i staying here in Cali. Gotcha. Yeah. You just can't beat the coaching staff. And right. you know, I, I miss Matt. I love working with him, but it took me so long to get in the swing of things when I moved and moving was an absolute pain and that's not something I was willing to do right before the games. Gotcha. Absolutely. And you, you got a great uh, training group out there. You're training oh with Murph gosh. every day and just seems like um, Brooks Curry's out coming out there too, isn't he? Is he out Yeah. I, I haven't started practice yet, okay. um, but I did see that he's out here. Yeah. That's sweet. Well, let's um, transition back to Fukuoka and talk about that 50 back um, world title kind of, take us through your thoughts and um yeah the prelim semis finals let's hear it so i will uh i'd rather gloss over what i'm about to say um because i don't want the entire podcast to turn into something depressing for uh, sure yeah yeah so absolutely I'm say it we can discuss it a little bit but then yeah. we gotta bring it back for um, sure my grandpa has been fighting cancer since 2003 Um, and he'd beaten it so many times and then he'd get it somewhere else. And eventually, and pretty recently it spread into his spine and then he got really sick and they had to pull him off of chemo to treat this other thing. Um, so during worlds, he couldn't even open his eyes and I knew that he was, he didn't have much time left. Yeah. Um, which is also what made this meet really difficult. Um, But the 50 back was his favorite race. And he actually passed the night before the final. So um, I remember praying in the ready room. I'm like, I I want this to be for, for him. Like, don't, don't do it for me. Just, um, since his eyes, he couldn't, he couldn't open his eyes. Um, that race he got to see, he got to see my first world title. Wow. Um, from heaven, of course. Yeah. Um, so outside of it being the first, um, individual world title, um, that was just a very special race for me. And I'm, I'm incredibly blessed to have done that and uh, let him be a part of it. For sure. Well, yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. That's yeah. Yeah. Like looking forward, how do you, I mean, a ton of respect being able to bear down on like so many trials going 
there's so many things going out of your way. What do you bear down on to just keep you going? Um, it, you just have to remember that it's bigger than you. Um, you know, trust in God's plan. And I mean, I'm, when I'm at Worlds, I'm not fighting for a paycheck or I'm not fighting for accolades. I, I do this for my country. Um, and cause it, it's something I've always wanted. I, I yeah. never made any junior teams. I, I tried in 2019. I ended up missing, but, um, like I'll never forget the moment that I got my first USA cap. So every time I go to these meets, it's not, I want to win a gold. It's I want to win a gold for the U S yeah, for sure. Especially at this meet where we, uh, think we only got like four or five yeah. right yeah so um yeah i mean you just have to roll with the punches i mean life's gonna throw some crazy stuff at you and you know it was a very important lesson to learn on how to swim fast and do your job when nothing goes your way for sure yeah, you were throwing punches back, so <laughs> I was trying. I was fighting <laughs> for my life this meet. <laughs> yeah, so just kind of, just kind of roll us through like prelims, because obviously the finals went uh, amazing, and then just kind of roll us through prelims, uh, your first world trial emotions, and just just kind of how it went. Um, do you say world trials? Or sorry, no, no, I meant worlds. I meant worlds. World title, world title emotion. World title. Okay, because I was, I thought you misspoke, but I'll I'll go back if you need. <laughs> no, blame, blame my last. Blame my last. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna be real. I don't really remember much of prelims or semis. Yeah. Um, especially just being the fifty back. It's such a short race. Um, and there's no strategy involved. There's really just go. Yeah. Um. I tell you that the prelims, I didn't really go all out. Um, that's something very few of us have the luxury of doing, but boy, does it help. Um, but no, Justin threw down like 24-1 in the prelims, and that was crazy. Um, Might have only been like two one-hundredths slower than what won last year. Um, I don't remember the semis at all. But in the finals, um, I I don't really know what happened throughout the race. I know uh, Zhu Zhaoyu got off to an incredible start. Never seen anything like it. Yeah. But uh, my finish was terrible. And that's happened only a few times. Um, but... I'm just going and I'm like, I should see flags by now. Like, where am I? And then I sort of peek up and I'm already past the flags. Oh, and I'm like, no, yeah. oh no. <laughs> so if you watch that finish, like, I kind of like hurt my arm because I was, I took an extra stroke when I shouldn't have. So I, that hurt. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I could have been faster if I would have gotten that finish, but I'm glad that I was just able to touch the wall first because I would feel terrible if 
it was the bad finish that cost me that race. Right. But that's just how 50s go. I mean, you yeah. splash and dash and try not to hit the lane line. For yeah. sure. Do you, um, you know, the new rule, I think it was this last year. This would be the first world championships that you can fully submerge on the backstroke finish, right? Yeah. Does that does that have any effect on like um what you do? Or is it the exact same thing? Exact same thing. Yeah. Um, you know, Murph and I messed with it a little bit. It's it's slower, like to go back underwater. The only thing that rule did is it allows for you to make a mistake. Um. Justin didn't beat me last year because of that finish. He beat me because he swam better. Right. If anything, the finish slowed him down. But, um, yeah, just it's slower. There's yeah. there you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, you're allowed to have long finishes in every race except for backstroke. For so sure. this just allows you to make that mistake and not get disqualified. Absolutely. Yep. Gotcha. Um, uh, did you have, we're going to ask, um, did you have any thoughts on the Russian meet that went on? Um, or I think it was over in Russia and, yeah. um, the Kaliskanov's, uh, 23, five. We're wondering if you had any thoughts on that. I mean, that's just crazy. Um, no, I met Clement back in uh, Tokyo. He's he's a good person yeah. um, and incredibly talented. So I would have loved for him to be at Worlds so we could at least have raced, for even sure. if it cost me the title. Like a world title doesn't mean nearly as much if the best in the world aren't competing for it. Yeah. Um. So I politics aside. I want the best swimmers to be there, whatever that means. Now, will they? I have no idea. That's above my pay grade. So, right, right, for sure. Yeah, your yeah. job is just to show up and race who's ever there. So Absolutely. that's all. That's all you can do. Yeah, but twenty three five—that's crazy fast, oh. and it's all in the start. Like yeah. the I watched the race, and maybe it was I don't. It wasn't Russian TV, but that that world record line was weird. Like it was just like moving and regardless official time, it was incredible to watch. And I got to learn a little bit. Don't know how to implement it, but I learned. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Well, Luke, we just kind of got some rapid fire questions to finish thing up. Unless you got anything else for you, uh, for us, Hunter, that uh, we missed that you wanted to talk about. Uh, not that I can think of. All right. And we did make these uh, questions special to this episode because we know we asked you some rapid fire last time. Like, <laughs> we need new rapid fire questions for Hunter. All right. So. I'm excited. All right. So, uh, first one, your favorite magician. Ooh, Adam Wiley. Um. You know, he's an actor. He's been in voice actor, actor, just one of my best friends um, and incredibly talented. So, yeah. Is he, so he's like, um, is he out in California doing it or he uh, he lives in L.A., but he uh, works at the Magic Castle. He's done some really cool gigs. Unfortunately, they're NDAs, so I can't tell you who, there except you go. <laughs> one of them was not an NDA. 
but it didn't end up working out. Um, yeah. Dwayne Johnson, he got to whoa. Do, he was hired for Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> That's crazy. That's, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. What's the greatest thing you did um, over the summer? Ooh, I think just going to Scotland and um, I think it's Arthur's Peak where I took those pictures. Yeah, um, those were sick. Did you? Yeah, so did you get that outfit in Scotland or like did you bring it with you? We had the kilt. There That's actually the uh, Armstrong tartan. So that is like as official as it can get. The pins wow. were Armstrong, the colors, all of it. Um, but I did have to buy the shirt there and the socks. So it, it's not done. There's, there's a lot more pieces that I'm missing, but it's yeah. sort of just like a project. For sure. Does that mean, uh, do you guys have a family crest then? The Armstrong we family do. crest? And that's actually, um, Invictus Manio is oh, nice. It's a no bicep way. with that. So that's you should, cool. You should have to get like a cap with uh, the crest on it. I thought about it, but now I work with Nyack, so I have to wear uh, the Nyack cap. Yeah. But if I'm ever not signed to a team, I will definitely design my own. <laughs> that would be sweet. That would be, be awesome. Awesome. Uh, if you had to bet your life savings on someone to win a world title, who are you betting on and why? Ooh. Man, that's tough. Katie Ledecky. There we go. That's fair. That's fair. I, I was thinking men, and I'm like, if we're talking Caleb in his prime, yeah, Caleb, but safe bet, Katie Ledecky. There you go. Well, that is all we got for you. That's episode 32, your 2023 world champion in the 50 backstroke and bronze medalist in the 100 back and gold, gold on the relay too as well, right? Oh, that was such a fun relay. Absolutely. Well, that's episode than my final hundred back. Oh yeah. What did you end up splitting on that one? I want to say two, three, two, four. Nice. Wow. So that was a, that prelims of the four, four medley was, is that what it was? The prelims four medley? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So yeah. Congrats on incredible world championship and um, it's episode 32 in the books. Wonderful.